1: So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
0: You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion WeatherActive. But did you know... They sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Tirerack.com the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need like a foam roller for your sore muscles that's the beauty of the active cash credit card it's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards the Wells Fargo active cash credit card that's real life ready terms apply learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash
1: the volume
0: Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code COLLIN so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecop. We're going with a little go low. We're doing a little golf podcast. Here's the plan. Have a couple golf takes. Uh, I will do a football podcast this week if uh, the NFL... Litigates, I don't I don't even know if that's the right word. If there is a suspension handed down on Deshaun Watson, which it sounds like there will be, uh, then we'll have a, a three and out podcast. And I, I don't know if we're going to have much next week. Maybe a golf podcast in the middle of the week if more of these live defectors happen, but probably no football podcast as of right now. So this is, enjoy the summer. This is when you guys don't listen. I mean, the, the metrics speak for themselves over the years. And uh, I I just, I'm taked out, and I I need a little time to not think about talking. There's my phone. It's so many spam calls. It's like Apple, Facebook, I don't know who's giving out our number, but literally every human alive that runs spam companies has all of our numbers. It is pretty nuts. I mean, I remember growing up, you remember when we had like house phones, Um, and you'd get like one a week, now you get 17 a day. It's fucking outrageous. It, It really is. Uh, kind of like Greg Norman and what he's done to the PGA Tour. So again, if something happens with Deshaun Watson, I'll have a 3 and Out podcast out this week, which it does feel like is going to happen. And then, of course, at go low Pod, if you have any golf questions, fire into my DMs on, uh, on Instagram. 3 and Out is just my own, at John Middlecoff. If you got any questions, I'm going to need you. It's just we don't have anything going on for the next month. Football's on a complete pause. So fire in those direct messages. And I... There was a big name. And I and I love this. I've seen a lot of this when Kepka went like, oh, Kepka's just washed. That's not a big get. No, he's won four majors. Four majors. He's easily one of the most famous guys in the PGA tour. He won the waste management last year. He was in the final group with Phil at Kiowa last year. So yeah, he's been, hasn't had a great six months, but he's easily one of the more famous guys on tour. He's a Ryder Cup member, and he's an absolute stone-cold killer when it's mattered historically. They they landed a legend. He has double the amount of majors that DJ has. And I would say most people consider DJ the more historic player. His career's been longer. Kepka's got four. DJ's got two. And listen, I, I bet on DJ to win that Masters in the fall but that was not a normal Masters. I mean, right? He set the scoring record that will never be shattered unless they have it again in the fall, which 2020 was a weird time, but it, it's a really big deal getting Kepka. Matt Wolf, obviously nowhere nearly as accomplished as Brooks Kepka, is a 23-year-old that just two years ago, when Morikawa, Victor Hovland, and him were all becoming pros, they all basically left college the same year. If this was the NFL those three guys would have been in talks to be the number one pick in the draft. Matt Wolf, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. Now, two and a half years later, we have evidence Colin should have been the number one pick. And Hovland, who has won more tournaments than Matt Wolf, has not had any major success. Don't forget, Matt Wolf played in the final group with Bryson DeChambeau at Wingfoot. He finished T4 at Harding Park, the one that Colin Morikawa won. He also has won a PGA Tour event. Now, He has not been good for a year, year and a half. He's fallen off a cliff. And he actually has been very outspoken about his mental issues, right? That being a PGA Tour player, being a professional athlete at 22 is hard. You're on your own. You have all this money. It's fucking lonely. It's not like the college atmosphere. It really kind of rattled him and threw him off, which is somewhat ironic because now he's going to work for the Saudis, which at any moment, weird things could happen. It could get weird. But I also I have been consistent on this. I don't blame any of these guys for taking an astronomical amount of money. I know there are some figures out there for Abe Anser, who's a top 20 player, that he's not getting Kepka Bryson money, but you're talking 60, 70, 75 million dollars. What was Abe Answer supposed to say? No, I'm good. You know, I'll just keep playing the PGA tour, making my five million. That's easy for Eamon Lynch and everyone at the golf channel to say who is just, are very tied to the PGA Tour. It's another thing in reality when you get the phone call and say, hey, hey, Abe, I got $75 million for you. I'm going to send that, you want that by ACH? Or do you want us to send you a check? How would you like that cash? Because until you get that call, none of us can relate to that feeling. And listen, I respect the the top guy from Texas just went on record to say that he turned down millions of dollars, the amateur, right? The guy that just uh, finished, I think uh, the kid from Stanford who just finished fourth at the Travelers, another guy who reportedly has turned down a lot of money. So I, I respect it. But I I have no issue with anyone getting the call. It's one thing if they offered you $10 million and you're worth $150 million. It's like it'd be a pain in the ass. It's another thing when you got $10 million in the bank and they offer you 75. Because people, and here's my issue with the media who has been on their moral high horse with this stuff, no group of people, and I repeat, none in America, in any profession, leave more jobs consistently and jump around for money like the media. Look at the golf media. They've all worked for like seven different people. I I know in football media, all over the place. It's just a reality of the profession. Now you can say where this money's coming from is really shady, and Matt Wolf. You know, does he mentally have it together enough to handle the 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 smoke that's coming? Because he's going to play at Pumpkin Ridge this week, but here's what's not disputable. Greg Norman has made incredible inroads in a short period of time. Now, he's been able to do that because of the amount of money the Saudis have funded him, right? He has an unlimited bank account. And when you have an unlimited bank account in the business world, you can make shit happen. Because there are no hurdles for you. The reason most of us have hurdles in any business is because you don't have the resources. It's why these tech companies over the last decade or whatever, they got so much money in seed money from the VCs that they could hire people. They could acquire businesses. They had the cash. It's why a lot of small businesses, is why it disgusted me over the treatment of them the last couple of years. They don't have the help. They, they don't have the money. And it's hard to overcome that. Well, the Saudis and Liv have, as we know, a stupid amount of money. And it ain't over. I mean, there are rumors flying that Tommy Fleetwood is joining. Uh, Carlos Ortiz, by the time you're listening to this, I'm recording this on Monday morning, might already be there. And the reality is with Ortiz, there was supposed to be a Latino community, of group of four of them, led by Joaquin Neiman, Ortiz, Munoz, and Mito Pereira as basically a package deal. And Joaquin Neiman, it's kind of flown flown under the radar, like there hasn't been much buzz about it. Maybe it's just simply because he's in the mix to make a lot of FedEx money. Are we sure he's not just going to play that out and jump? And again, I don't blame him. He's just playing the game of the business that he's in. And if he gets top five or six in the FedEx when it all shakes out, that's a lot of money. So he basically can double dip, something NFL coaches do all the time. Every human I've ever met loves to double dip. Have you ever left a job and still getting paid while you're getting paid by the other job? Welcome to welcome to society. Welcome to reality. So this thing is like you can bemoan Matt Wolf, like not that big a deal. You mean a 23-year-old that has multiple top five finishes and majors? <laughs> are, are, we, are we crazy? Who was the Haskin Award winner, which is basically the Heisman for college golfers? It's like that, that's a really big loss. You you can't keep losing these young people. And I'll say this for Norman: they're all over the right amateurs. Now, some guys, and I know the guy from Texas said it like, my dream was not to be a live player. My dream was to play on the PGA Tour. And he also said, my dream was to play on the American Tour. And I think one thing when you talk to casual people that don't know that much about live, they're not playing golf in Saudi Arabia. The the majority of the tournaments are in America. This week, they're playing in Portland. They're playing in Florida. They're playing in Chicago. It's a state. It's going to be the majority of their tournaments are going to be here in the States. So once these guys realize the cash that's getting handed out, I saw Brantle Chambly was getting after it on Twitter with Michael Collins, the caddy, basically saying what I had what kind of heard is that some guys, if they give you $20 million, some of that money is allocated like, a, like an advance. So if you win one of these tournaments, you don't actually win $4 million, or maybe you win two and part of that's your advance. He claimed that Charles Swartor, that was not his deal. He got four point seven five million million two two weeks ago. So as this money continue, continues to get allocated and handed out, once Matt Wolf and you know Bryson and DeChambeau and these guys start cashing checks, other guys are coming. This is only the beginning. And every single week that these guys quote unquote defect over there, major, major blow for Jay Monahan. He, he's very lucky that he has some top players, you know, kind of pounding the table. But I, I don't know how long that will last. I mean, Henrik Stenson is the Ryder Cup captain next year he is reportedly potentially going to give up his captaincy again he is the captain he's in charge right now to go to live golf basically wave it why i'm sure they're giving him a lot of money and historically for these euros the right being a Ryder Cup captain is a really big deal no no different for the, the azingers and the steve strickers it's, it's a really big deal for whoever in, in the business of golf if he does that like that's a that's a seismic earthquake to the uh to, to the setup of the business model. And one of the only things they have cuz the majors are clearly letting all these guys in. So if the Ryder Cup, like if eventually they they got to relinquish that and give into that or guys just don't care, we got problems. And then speaking of and listen, the one thing LIV is never going to have is what you saw at the Farmers Open. Uh excuse me, the Travelers, the Farmers this week, the Travelers. With a guy like Thigala, who, you know, I happen to have a 10 to 1, made it, made a G. Now, the problem is I had a bunch of money on Joel Damon and Davis Riley, so I basically only made a couple hundred bucks. But uh winning's winning. You know, I've started to dabble a lot more in the top tens. I think it's way easier to do that and make some coin than it is to pick the winners. As we know, it's very, very difficult. Now, last week was Chalk. I mean Xander winning. But think about that. Xander, a Ryder Cup stalwart. He was the gold medalist. In um, uh, was it in China uh, two years ago, or maybe it was Japan? Um, and he's a star in America. Now we can say he's underachieved a little bit; should have won more. And even he said it's been a long time for the Winter Circle. But it's basically him coming down the stretch in Thegala, and there is nothing like watching this blue chip young guy like Wolf was, like Morikawa was, like Hovland was, like Scottie Scheffler was, like Sam Burns was, attempting to get their first win. There is drama on that on Sunday coming down the back nine. I'm on multiple text threads. Like, it's just cool. And that is one thing that the PGA Tour has that winning on the PGA Tour is a big deal. And the only reason winning on the Live Tour is a big deal is because the amount of money you get, which ultimately I enjoy that. I like talking about it, but I don't know how much the casual fan truly cares. Did he win two million? Did he win three and a half million? Who cares? You know? It's kind of like your fantasy team. But watching the guy attempt to win the golf tournament, hold up the trophy, to me never gets old. And that is kind of a point if the if the PJ Tour can get their cash flow up, which again, not quite sure what Jay Monahan's been doing for years. Uh, and I'm not saying Phil was correct on everything he said. But one thing he was right on, like, come on, man. We need a bigger share of this pie. And you got to figure out how to divvy that shit up. Roger Goodell would have. David Stern would have. And those two guys in my lifetime are the two greatest commissioners we've ever seen in terms of revenue generation and everyone getting filthy rich. Like, I always thought everyone on the PGA Tour was getting rich. Turns out not rich enough. <laughs> you know, everyone, as I was texting with a buddy who is involved kind of with the PGA Tour and very close with a lot of the top players. He said the number one thing Jay Monahan did was underestimate the power of money. Was underestimate the power of people desire for more money. It's an inherent uh, Twitter makes like no one cash is overrated bullshit. It makes life way easier whether if you got 100, you'd rather have 300. If you got 300, you'd rather have 800. That's how we all are wired, especially Alpha high achievers, which the PGA Tour is full of. And that's a big reason they're losing a lot of these guys, because they're coming in at numbers way low. Now, having guys like Thigala, the first thing I think, he's a guy that's eventually going to win. It's it's a lock. Him and Davis Riley are going to win. And as you continue betting on these guys, when you can get them at 50, 60, 70 to 1. But if I'm Greg Norman, I'm going all in on guys like that. And if you keep losing guys like that, that is where we get to the big picture problem. Now, the problem for Liv is ultimately the PGA Tour, like Tagalog's becoming a star would be strong, but a household name in the sport of golf because the waste management, because of the travelers, because he's been in the mix now against Xander, against Kempka, against Scotty Scheffler. Like now you're starting to see his name with the big dogs. And the PGA Tour creates these people. But is it ultimately going to become kind of minor leaguey? where the PGA tour creates the star and then Norman and the Saudi steal you because that's kind of what it feels like where it has potential to go. Now, I don't know exactly how it works. Once these guys pay someone, an older player, like a Lee Westwood, $50 million. Well, if in a couple years ago, if Lee Westwood sucks, can they boot him off the tour, off the live tour and and take us, you know, if they get a Thigala, if they get a Davis Riley, if they need a spot and you could say, well, that's terrible business. And you could also say, well, maybe they don't care about money. (laughs) So I I really enjoyed that tournament, watching Tagala. I mean, listen, we all can relate to fucking up on hole 18 with a chance to win something. Now, ultimately, him thinning the whatever it was, eight iron wedge, I had it on mute, uh, sucked. I mean, that, that, that hurts, but Xander birdied the hole, so he would have had to par to just get into the playoff. So to me, it's easier to stomach. He double bogeyed the hole. He lost by several shots. It's like it, it kind of felt like, what's Xander doing? Like, Z- Xander needs to win more. You know, he, he just, he's, he's too talented of a golfer. The PGA Tour needs him to win more, you know, because he kind of gets talked about, fair or not, in the group of players that are much more accomplished than him. Like, Google how many times Jordan's won. Google how many times JT's won. You know, say what you want about Kepka, like, he wins majors. Now, Xander's finished very high in a lot of majors, but like, He's honestly closer to Ricky's career than he is the other guys that I just mentioned. So I, I'm glad to see him uh, see him finally win a tournament. And, and like I said, there, there, is there anything more relatable than Mito pumping in the water on 18, Thagala, you know, thinning an iron shot in a in a fairway bunker, and not not the ball not going any more than five inches? Like that is why. Like ultimately, watching Justin Jefferson catch a touchdown. Or Steph Curry hit a fadeaway three. Like, we can't relate to that. But the one thing pro golf, like, they still hit a shank. How many guys this week, Rory Pump went out of bounds. Jordan Pump went out of bounds. It is the one sport that we all still get to play as we age in our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s. And then, while we don't hit a lot of the great shots like they do, they still hit a lot of the crappy shots like we do. So, I, I, I really, really enjoyed the Travelers this week. Step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet the tour with No Sweat First Bet. If you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back in free bets. Great promotions every day, safe and secure app, get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook and sign up using the promo code Colin to get started with your No Sweat First Bet up to $1,000 FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour promo code Colin. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 533 42 Arizona 1 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat Connecticut 1 800 gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia 1 877 770 Stop, Louisiana, or 1 800 270 7117 for Confidential Health, Michigan. 1 877 8 HOPE NY, or text HOPE NY 467 369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1 800 888 9789, Tennessee, 1 800 522 4700, Wyoming, visit www.1800Gambler.net, West Virginia. Made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around
1: the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere.
0: Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want. Like season tickets to watch your favorite team. And 2% cash rewards on what you need. Like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home. And then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Okay, let's get to the mailbag. At Golopod, at Golopod, fire in those DMs. Any question you got, hit me and we talk. Uh, <clears throat> from Jackson. I played Pumpkin Ridge, Witch Hollow earlier this month, which was the site of the Tigers' 96 amateur victory and this week's <coughs> first live event in America. The course was the hardest I've ever played with U.S. Open rough, and I want to get your take on this. Does the PJ Tour really expect the consumer to watch the fucking John Deere Classic over Independence Day without Justin Thomas and Roy McElroy? I mean, seriously. My entire life, the tour has avoided the Pacific Northwest which has a lot of great courses. So to be completely honest, I'm actually going to get to see some of the great names in golf, like Lefty, Kepka, Deschambeau, this week instead of Lousy PGA Tour Field. I hope this eye-opening to the PGA Tour and they really can't compete with Liv. I agree. I mean, the John Deere Classics is a joke. So you put that up against, you're right, a course that we are not used to watching with a field that none of the top guys are playing in the John Deere. So you get Lefty, you get DJ, you get Deschambeau, you get (laughs) Kepka. Like, I mean, this is... This is where Norman's going to continue to make the inroads. Now, I, clearly, you're from that area, so you're passionate about... Like, I don't care necessarily where you're playing. I care more about the fields. You know, I mean, again, I, I live in California, so obviously, we get a lot of tournaments out here. But, I, you know, whether they go to Chambers Bay again or they go to Bandon Dunes or Pumpkin Ridge or they play in Florida, it doesn't matter to me. I care about the field. It's like I, I watch Sunday Night Football because it's Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Right? I, I'm watching the Yankees play Shohei Ohtani. Now, I'm not watching the Magic play the fucking Knicks, right? I, I don't want to watch, you know, the Texans play the the Jags on Sunday at 10 a.m. But you tell me, you know, Josh Allen's playing Matt Stafford, I'm in. You, you know, you tell me Roy McElroy, JT, Scotty Scheffler are teeing it up, I'm in. But you give me the John Deere Classic, like, that's why I'm doing the pod right now. I, I do not, I told Sobel, like, we'll just, we'll reconvene in a couple weeks. Like, I'm not gambling on the John Deere Classic. I I just do not care. Well, I mean, I I might, but I I just, I'm with you. So, the the PGA Tour has got to figure it out. And I saw, what's his name, the Irish guy who's on the golf channel during the U.S. Open said, the biggest problem the sport of golf has is we have no clue who's going to play and when. Honestly, it's an NBA problem. Like, if, if I turn on the Lakers and LeBron James resting, that's an FU to me as a consumer. If I turn on the game and your star players are resting, like that, that's a huge reason the NBA has lost a lot of viewers. We don't we don't know when. I know a lot of friends that have gone to games back in like the Kevin Durant, Steph Curry era, and they would just be sitting like that. If I go to an NFL game and I'm going to the Bills game and I'm going to the Bills Dolphins, I know everyone. I know Tua's playing. I know not that I care, <clears throat> but Tyree Kill, Josh Allen, all their star players are going to play <clears throat> unless they're injured. Where in in golf, I had no clue. And in basketball, same deal. So I, I hear you there. Someone, it's pretty crazy that if you play as an amateur, that you don't get paid. Which is a long-standing rule in the sport of golf. It's just the reality. But like last week, the Stanford guy finishes fourth. He does not get money. And a lot of people are like, well, he's a rich kid from Massachusetts. He's going to Stanford. Listen, I don't care how much money you're worth. You play elite golf for four days, and that spot gets four hundred six thousand dollars, and they skip you. That's that'd be a hard one to stomach. Could you explain the whole amateur versus pro status and why amateurs can't get paid? It seems like if they play in a tournament all square without benefit of handicap, they should get paid. I agree. I think it has to do with like collegiate status, but I, I'm not quite sure on that. I mean, there's just a reason like in, in gymnastics and some of these sports that I, I don't know. I'm the wrong guy to ask. But I know in golf, it's just a long-standing rule. If you're an amateur, you're just not going to get any money. Which, again, would, uh, it's one of those things that's like, oh, no big deal, and then you actually win a lot of money, I I would be hot. I I really would. Uh, I I wonder if the reason this guy's keeping his amateur status because he wants to play in the U.S. Amateur this summer, which would be my guess. I, I I didn't have a lot of the broadcast audio on. I don't know if they talked about that. I saw someone DM me like, can you believe that they didn't mention this on Sunday that he doesn't make any money? My biggest issue with the PGA Tour is in terms of their broadcast beside the commercials, which they love their money because they set up a million commercials. They never talk about money. Like We all play golf, whether it's for $10, whether it's for $100, whether it's for $10,000 a hole. The money conversation is a huge part of the sport. And their consumer, like 10 million people don't watch golf tournaments. A couple million people. Their consumer is a higher-end consumer. I would imagine their consumer, in terms of demo, um, household income is double all the other sports. So these people are wealthy. Just talk about cash. Talk about how much money these guys are owning. It's interesting. You couldn't pay Jim Nance to discuss that, even though Jim Nance has paid millions of dollars to talk on TV. It's it's very bizarre. And it's something that they need to improve. Uh, So I, I do think the reason that he didn't play... As a professional, uh, again, could be wrong. They might have discussed this, wasn't listening, is because he wants to play in the U.S. Amateur this summer and then turn pro, which a lot of guys do. Roy playing his best golf is quite in quite a while makes you wonder how much of this is tied to live. It's almost like he needs something to play for more than dudes on tour. When COVID hit and there were no fans, his game dropped off like a cliff. Now they are back and he has added incentive of wanting to stick it to Norman and he looks like Rory of old. Yeah, he clearly ran out of gas. Uh, I mean, he was, he was leading the tournament and then he pumped it OB and took a quad and then he was never the same, but I, I'm with you. You know, some people, you know, it's n- most guys are not Tiger Woods and Tom Brady or Elon Musk where they have an unlimited amount of money. Like it, literally everywhere they go, everything is free. I remember someone describing, they, they told me the story they read about this billionaire and they, someone asked him like at a, on a panel, what's it like, can you describe being a billionaire? and he said, you know, not trying to be arrogant, everywhere he goes everything is free. Now, I would say, you know, Tiger technically a billionaire, Brady, you know, him and his wife probably are, guys like Elon clearly are. Everything they do is free, right? Because th- there is no amount of money they can spend on stuff to ruin the amount of money they have. So, to have the drive, if I just looked in my bank account right now and I had 150 million dollars, let's just pick a number. It's enormous and I would never have to work again. I don't have to do anything like ultimately what would I do now? I would get bored fast. I'm not one of those guys. I mean, I could vacation for a little bit, but I already play a lot of golf. Uh, you know, I work, I don't have that many hot, like what else would I do? So to keep the drive, when you have an unlimited amount of money, I have a ton of admiration for people like that. And sometimes just the way you're wired, Rory became so rich, so fast. And I don't think he's necessarily, quote unquote, driven by money or he would have gone to live. They offered him 500 plus million dollars. But I do think that like you have a kid, you start getting older, your perspective in life changes. It's just sometimes you need new motivation. Like I, sometimes I wish something crazy would happen in my life to create a little motivation professionally every once in a while. Kind of jolt you into, into gear. And whether it was the live thing that's motivated him, whether it was just kind of relaxing a little bit. He's talked about that. He looks like a fucking badass right now. Uh, I mean, he's clearly to me the best player in the world. Uh, I just, I honestly don't think it's that close. I don't know. Scheffler has had a better season, but if you told me for $50 million, Rory versus Scotty Scheffler one-on-one all week, like I'd bet on Rory, especially if there were some like uh, he could talk shit about live when it was all said and done. Uh, Love the pod. So this was the beginning segment for the PGA tour live broadcast where the announcers start the day. I doubt they want to advertise the live in any way, but here we are. Just screenshot this from my phone while I played 2K PGA and got in the mood for tomorrow's 1030 tea time. I agree that, I mean, the PGA tour people are talking about live nonstop and this gets back to Norman. Like he's made a lot of inroads and it's not dying at all. Everywhere I go, even casual golf people, they know about it. They're talking about it because it intersects everything. Ton of money, politics, just Greg Norman, these guys leaving, um, I, I, I'm fascinated by the story. I mean, I think it's the most interesting story to have in sports in a long time. Does Liv want to take everybody or just the top guys? Why aren't more middle of the pack players jumping at the chance to make guaranteed cash? If you're a guy ranked 50 to 100 and probably will never win a major, I don't see any reason to not take the money. I jump ship in a heartbeat. It makes no sense. Now, if Liv doesn't want to pay for lower middle class tier players, they I guess those players have no choice but to stay with the PGA. But if Liv wants them and they're refusing, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're willing to pay a lot of money for the older accomplished guys, the Westwoods, the Poulters, Sergio, that group, and obviously Phil led it, and then a lot of the famous younger players. And when I say younger, like under 40. So I don't necessarily like, let's just pick a random guy, Kevin Kisner. Like Pat Perez, now he would fall in the older group too. He's in his mid-40s, but let's use Kisner. If if they offered Kisner $10 million, is it worth it for Kisner to go for $10 million? And is he worth it to live for like $30, $40 million? Probably not. So I would imagine a lot of these guys are getting numbers where it would be a large sum of money, but is it really worth it? Like they could ultimately make $10 million by continuing to play on the PGA Tour. They don't have to get involved in this crazy political craziness. So I do think that the 50 to 100 guys, they're probably not offering They're probably offering a number that it's easier for those guys to at least ultimately say no. Now it might be tough at first, but when they factor in the next several years of earning power, they can say no. That's why I think they're going after the younger amateurs, the kid from Texas. I would imagine they're all over this guy from Stanford and they're trying to offer them money to get them to come. And I I would, you start stealing the next Scotty Scheffler, the next the Gala, the next Davis Riley, you start destroying the PGA tour internally. Like, that would be a problem. Now, they've been lucky. These guys have said no, but we'll see how long that persists because it does feel like, you know, you you can only kind of fight off, like if you're cornered by a wild animal who is just not scared of anything, uh, you're going to have some problems. I've listened to 3 n Out for years, and I've always liked how realistic you are, and I think that's why I like your show. In your opinion, do you think Live will end up being the downfall of the PGA, and do you think the new American League will model the Live going forward? I, I, it's hard to kind of see the big picture here of like where we're going to be at in three or four years. But I would say that the PGA tour is, uh, the, my description has been that they are at sea right now. They are lost at sea and they have jaws circling them. And you know, in, in the movie jaws, he was able to kill it uh, by putting the, basically the bomb in his mouth. I, I don't know if Jay Monhan has that capability. And, and I only think Rory Jordan and JT can only do so much. So, I, yeah, I think that it, they have a chance. I don't want to say destroy it, but change it forever. And they already have. I mean, they're creating some of this new stuff. Now, where that leads, like, I, I do think Justin Thomas said it best. It sucks. Like, ultimately, I don't want to have to look over here, or look over here. I, I like everything in one spot. I like going to a steakhouse, ordering a steak. You go to a buffet, in theory, it should be good. Even if you go to sweet buffets in, like, Vegas, then you start walking all over. The food actually isn't as good. And you get a lot of stuff that you like, you know, pizza. I got Chinese food. I got pasta. I got a lot going on. It's much easier to just go to a Mexican restaurant and order a couple enchiladas. You know exactly what you're getting. And listen, the PJ Tour has its problems. But at least in a good event, I go there, Riviera, every sweet player is playing. Now, that has been few and far between, besides like Riv and the players, like even Pebble Beach. Most of those guys now go to Saudis because the Saudis have been paying them ultimately trying to get them to join this so it's just i i think we're at a time of unknown an uncertainty and which makes it cool to talk about because there are so many different angles so many people are interested but it also is kind of scary because i don't, I don't want to have to watch like seven different events i mean just i just like one event with everyone there now again that's selfish uh i, I understand like i've said why these guys are leaving but because uh, they got the bag. I love that. That's such an NBA term. Like, no, they don't fucking pay you in a bag of money. This isn't the Italian mob in the 1970s. They wire transfer you money. And when they wire transfer you amount of money that they're wiring you, you will over half to the government. That's the way it works in the real world. This is not, you know, Eddie DeBartolo handing the bag of money to the the, uh, the dude in Mississippi trying to get a uh, riverboat casino in 1997. It that doesn't happen anymore you get wire transfers that the government knows about. And then if they give you 50, you give them 27. (laughs) Sucks. Uh, I haven't had that problem yet, but uh, it's the way it works. Hope everyone is having a good day. Uh, Share the podcast. I, I, I should have a football podcast out this week if something happens with Deshaun Watson. If not, I'll talk to everyone soon. And hopefully people are enjoying the summer and your family, your kids, your lives. Peace. with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash cash.
1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.